0: Everybody and welcome to Bamcast Extra, episode thirty-seven. Lots of numbers, yeah. <laughs> so I'm Chuck and I'm Harlow, and we are in the penultimate week of camp. Oh, are we now? Of Bamf Camp? I did not realize that. We only have one more week after this. I know what penultimate means. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we figure everyone has malaria now. So the two movies that we went with are pretty good if you have malaria. Great. <laughs> We watched uh, 1984's Oddballs and 1992's Meatballs 4. Yeah, the exciting final chapter. <laughs> I don't want to dip my balls in either of these. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of balls happening this week, ladies and gentlemen. So, let's get right to it. Let's go uh let's go chronologically. Let's start in the 80s. Let's start with a little a little movie called Oddballs. Oh, yes, let's please. Product of Canada, mm-hmm. the pride of Canada, certainly. I, hmm. uh, let's let's talk about some behind the scenes stuff about this movie first. Oh, let's. Uh, I want to point out that the writer of this film, mm-hmm. Ed Naha, mm-hmm. I know him because he wrote the novelization for RoboCop 2. Sure, he did. Uh, <laughs> but he has written a bunch of things that we sh- it seems like he's written like five things that should have been Bamfcast movies. Like, he wrote Troll, and he wrote Dolls, and he wrote um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and Chud 2. And, like, there's a bunch of movies in this dude's filmography, like a Rucker Hauer movie. This, things that should have shown up by now, and maybe will show up later. Well, one did. What? he? Well, he wrote the story for Dolman. Yes, that's right. Yeah, An uncredited story. <laughs> right. It's like, hey, what if we had a tiny man? <laughs> okay, good, you're gold. <laughs> Um, Although he came up with that two years after Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, which makes me think that he just probably...
1: It was another Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, like Honey, I Shrunk the Cop.
0: Yeah, maybe it was just like, hey, I wrote a movie about little kids. Be right back. Off to write Honey, I Shrunk the Cop. (laughs) I don't know if that movie would play well these days. No.
1: I don't know. All right. Um I think it should be a tiny, angry, racist cop. <laughs> I think that might play perfectly. Oh, that They'll would just be, be like, oh tiny racist. <laughs> like, so adorable. Stop belittling me. Ha ha ping Oh, look at you.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know if that would play well. Oh, um, okay. So another thing I want to point out deep, deep in the closing credits of this film. Mm-hmm. I always just kind of pay attention to closing credits because you never know whose name is going to pop up in them. Sure um, The assistant sound editor of this movie is Steven Sergic, who directed Wayne's World 2. So I figured since we had Penelope Spheris, who did Wayne's World and wrote that uh, Summer Camp Nightmare thing. Might as well complete the, the Wayne's World connection to camp. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know why that name popped out at me, but I was like, I know that dude. And it was like, oh, yeah, he directed Wayne's World 2 and a bunch of other stuff. So. Well, all right, then. Yeah. So, the rest of this thing. Um, hmm. I, I can read my
1: review. I, I would I would love to hear that. <laughs> all right. This is this is uh, direct from my Letterboxd all right. review. Okay. Um, I'm not going to lie. I wrote this. Just before the movie ended, that's fine. I didn't figure my opinion was going to change in the last twenty minutes. I've done that before. Um, my half star review of Oddballs because <laughs> I don't think you can give it no stars. Is I want everyone involved in making this movie to get a flush. E- a flush eating bacteria. <laughs> wow, well, that's it.
0: Oh, it's a shame for the two people I just mentioned.
1: <laughs> I don't care. I love Wayne's World too, okay. but I I'd, I'd still take flushing. Flushing bacteria. Okay, that's fine. All right, I give up. Wayne's World too to
0: to remove this from my brain. All right. Well, um, real quick, this movie is. I want to say it's more in the airplane variety than other camp movies because it's breaking the fourth wall and gags and just things that. Just each scene is its own mini movie of some kind. Right. There, there's, there's an overarching plot of evil land developers want this camp and build a shopping mall. Sure. We were kind of sold a bill of goods that it was going to be, hey, save the rec center. It's not that. It's no. it's just a bunch of gags strung together.
1: Yeah, but it's, it's airplane if it's written by people who have absolutely no sense of humor.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. For example, I enjoy a good boing sound effect as much as the next guy. I think you can punctuate a joke on occasion with that. Maybe say once per film. Sure. Not every scene. Mm-mm. This movie does that. Yep. Uh, my first note was just, this is nothing but sound effects and shenanigans. That's all this is. It's just constant sound effects and shenanigans. Yeah. That's my uh, House of Pain cover <laughs> band, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this, okay. Okay. This is a PG movie, Mm -hmm. something about the premise of this movie doesn't fit both the rating it has and the characters that it has, and that it seems like it's written for older kids, like the characters should be older kids. Right. Because this is very much a camp for like 12 year olds. Yeah. Well, the plot description on IMDb says a Canadian (laughs) sex comedy. Right. Right. And it is. And it's constantly putting these 12-year-olds into odd sexual situations and whatnot. And that's really, really uncomfortable and odd. And I <sighs> so do don't
1: even care about that. Like, <laughs> that's the least of its sins, if you ask me.
0: Fine. Yeah. I'm just it's it's just odd that they've written this kind of sex sure, comedy sure. and the characters are all 12 years old. And. I will admit that in my mind, I kept making the something suddenly came up joke because that seems to happen right. half a dozen times throughout this where a kid will run away because some inappropriate touching has happened. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it's a
1: tightrope <laughs> to walk, but like, I if there was this were truly a sex romp, I mean, let's be honest, 12 to 14-year-old kids are very interested in sex. Yes. And so if you were to make a movie about these kids trying to sneak peeks at ladies and stuff like that. I, I'm i not offended by that because I realize that's real life. I live through it, you mm-hmm. know? Yep. I'm
0: still living through it you know. in, in a way, shape. <laughs> sure. Uh, um, but <laughs> I just think, like, okay, yeah, I, so I, trying to get over to, like, the girls' camp to look at boobs or something like that, that's totally fine. Sure, kids sure. do that. But, like, when it becomes, like, the only counselor at this camp is giving them fake IDs and Magnum PI mustaches and taking them to singles bars, mm-hmm. that's very odd and off-putting but this movie was way off-putting before it even gets to that point. sure yeah there are so many things that happen in this movie that seem completely both random and poorly conceived and also not just poorly conceived but just like what in god's name were they thinking and it's like there's like there's a moment early on where they're all being called to the cafeteria. where just like a terrorist b- throws open a door and just starts spraying machine gun fire all over this cabin to alert them that it's dinner time. Mm-hmm. It's never explained. There's no reason for it. There's no, no character been established. Like, here's crazy military, man. It's just here's a terrorist and he's going to shoot up the room and the kids will be scared for a second. It's yeah. I mean, I,
1: here's <laughs> here's the here's the weird thing. I think. I think I so much more hate this movie because <laughs> it feels like it's skirting around a thing that I I could really get behind. Uh-huh. Because I like the absolutely wacky, like I like Savage Steve Holland. I like
0: mm-hmm.
1: I like the Zucker things, you know, even when it started to become a little bit off the rails. For the most part, I still was kind of behind it. Yeah. Um but yeah, yeah, I mean it's just the they do random things with no sense of reality, to the point that like, you know, when every single thing is uh, absolutely wacky, doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. It stops being funny and it just it becomes b- brain breaking. Yeah, because another running joke that they have throughout this—if and I use joke in the least the loosest of senses—is um, <laughs> the main owner guy of the camp is always brandishing guns for whatever reason. Um, he just and,
0: punctuates sentences
1: with guns, and he'll just point up in the sky and like shoot, and like the first time an airplane crashes, and then it's like Mary, he shoots Mary Poppins Mary down Poppin', at one point, down yeah. like there's a witch on a broom, Wizard of Oz style. I, I just random shit that you can shoot up out of the sky keeps mm-hmm. falling down, and then just kind of staying there for the rest of the movie. Yep, like they'll, it'll just be in the background. <laughs> yes, and. <sighs> I mean even saying that makes it sound like it might be kind of funny. It, it's just not. It's so it's so not. Like well, I, 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 like, I, like I it's like the
0: gags break the movie in that like all these kids go to this camp which is there the like the camp uniform is a prison outfit mm-hmm. and then like in the background kids will be like engaged in gladiator battles and stuff like that. It's just constantly punctuating how just total dog shit this camp is. Right. But The movie also wants you to give a shit about saving the camp. And it's like, no, this is the worst thing ever. Mm -hmm. Like, kids are literally digging their own graves (laughs) in this movie. (laughs) And it... it, Yeah, I mean, like, you can can go so far for a joke, but it's like, at some point, you've got to make me care about your story, as flimsy as it is. Um, Yeah, I mean... (sighs) I, I do want to say like the the savage thing Steve Holland thing popped up in my brain mm-hmm. because it's it's odd that the the bad guys in this movie the evil land developer and his kid seem very similar and this is years before but seem very similar to the two characters in one crazy summer right. And I I, there was one thing I mildly smiled at, but then immediately was like, no, fuck this movie. Uh, The the evil land developer who doesn't come across as super evil, like he's not torturing lobsters or anything. He's Mm -hmm. just I'm the rich guy, so I'm evil in his office. He has on his wall framed pictures of Hitler and death. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which, I don't know, for half a second, I was like, okay, that's kind of... No, forget it. Fuck this movie. <laughs> yeah, I think the only thing
1: that, like, I think my my mouth might have slightly creased towards a smile uh-huh. was basically a rehashing of the, um, more or less a rehashing of the top secret joke when... The kid goes to the bathroom and it just says men, oh, and he opens yes. up and it's a bunch of big, burly, half half naked dudes, and then he shuts just the door, all posed, yeah. smiling, and he sh- which is just like the janitor <laughs> right. joke out of Top Secret. Yeah, um, but then he closes the door and with a sharpie writes W O in front of it, and then yeah. opens it up and it's like you know mm-hmm. bikini model central, you know. So
0: <laughs> the first what, part of that gag was funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, except like it's been done in a yeah. better movie, yeah. so.
0: that's that's the kind of thing you're dealing with it's just along the way it's just like here's a thing and it's like well what does that have to do with anything it it doesn't um
1: sadly this reminds me so very very much of like i I don't think i've gone back and reread it at any time soon but like when i was 13 or 14 Mm -hmm. a friend and i wrote like a stupid spoof Play, yeah, thing, right, and this movie plays exactly like that. Where <laughs> it's like first draft, what what a fourteen year old would think is funny. <laughs> yes, because like we did no revision whatsoever. It was just like oh oh this oh, joke we're done oh this joke and this is <laughs> oh this is gold, Jerry. And just every single thing we wrote. And like I like some years later I wrote this. I was like what the fuck was like <laughs> the fuck was wrong with me like the fuck happens to the human body at that age <laughs> because like there was some serious chemical imbalances going on in my brain yeah. that I thought this shit was funny yeah anyway I, I mean yeah I, I just think this This whole movie felt like it was written by a 12 to 14 year old and uh, like first draft and also basically with the production value of the shit we used to do in high school with the video camera too
0: it's yeah it's this is a movie that hasn't made it past VHS and it, it looks bad even for VHS Yeah. Um, there, there was a point I made two consecutive notes because there was a point where, like, for a good five to ten straight minutes, this movie just becomes cleavage. The movie mm-hmm. where it's just like constant, just like look at this, and it's like okay, this movie's looking up, and then like some just batshit insane stuff starts happening, and then characters in the movie start commenting on it to us. And I just wrote down, I'm having some kind of fever dream. Like, mm-hmm. I th- what on earth is happening here? I have no literal idea what is going on in this movie. Yeah. It's an experience. Yeah, one I would not recommend. <laughs> you want to go ahead and rate it and move on to the next one?
1: Um, yeah, five five bags. Five of, bags? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I want this movie to burn. <laughs> I, I want to I travel to Canada and find any excess copies of this and destroy them. Okay. I mean, I'm not generally someone who wants to destroy art, but no. this is an art, and I want to save the world.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, go with me on this. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> There's there's logic behind this, okay? Is there? Yes. This doesn't invalidate your rating. However, I feel... Okay, so I, there have been movies we've watched that have been like, no human being should ever watch this, whatever, just move on with your life. Mm-hmm. Those movies get bags. I feel like if I give this movie bags, it will tell people don't watch it. Yeah, that is the correct message. However, I want... This, is, this movie is an experience. It's not. It's an experience. So is getting poison ivy. <laughs> you should probably do that once you really shouldn't <laughs> you probably should getting stung
1: in the eye by a wasp is an experience i,
0: I no, that's it, bad it is <laughs> whatever i'm giving this movie a single jocks oh god <laughs> because i've i want i want people to seek out this movie i want people to watch it i want people to know this is like one of those benchmark things it's one of those like Y- you need to you need to understand certain things so that you can better appreciate other things okay i i am i am currently
1: irrationally angry at all of canada i just want you to know there's no reason for it i know that i know that 99.999% of canada had nothing to do with this movie mm-hmm. i am mad at all of canada right now i'm just I'm telling you. It's like,
0: understandable. It, it's
1: not. I should be angry at all of Canada.
0: It's totally They gave us
1: Bill Murray and other good things. They did.
0: Alex Trebek. Uh, yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> just, it's quite a list. But <laughs> they also gave us this, so, you know. It's not their best moment, but I still think it's something people should see. Sure. I think they should seek it out. Just let it flow over them. <laughs> just... <laughs> that's the way I feel I'm sorry this is not a good movie Mm -hmm. it's a bad movie Mm -hmm. but it's one of those like I never was bored during this like I was watching it like a train wreck I was literally like I can't believe like from scene to scene I was like I can't believe this is happening I can't Mm -hmm. believe that's happening I can't believe the level of violence in this movie like the the, the characters are lobbing grenades at one another (laughs) yeah um
1: I'd rather be in a train wreck. To oh. perfectly honest with <laughs> you,
0: that's totally fair.
1: the 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 uh, the head blonde lady was was rather attractive. That that's if she I, was. I'm going to have to if I have to give it a positive, uh, yeah, silver lining. Yeah, but I don't think she ever made another movie. Her um,
0: name is Connie Chrome.
1: Yeah, both spelled with K's. Yeah,
0: um, that's a stage name. I'm pretty sure. She's also in a movie called The Pink Chiquitas. Uh-huh. Chahitas uh, or Chiquitas? Chiquitas. Okay. Starring Frank Stallone. <laughs> oh, God. <That laughs> and poor, poor lady. Boy, does it have a, a plot description, let me tell you. <laughs> if we can find something else to pair with that, maybe that'll come around, but maybe not. Connie Chrome, everybody. Yeah. Connie Chrome. <laughs> she's pretty, but she was also in this, so I guess by default. Yeah. Uh, she's getting a flesh eating bacteria. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ma'am. <laughs> Terribly sorry. When it happens now, you know why. Yeah. <laughs> he has wished it upon you. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's uh let's move on past oddballs, okay. which you should see. Um <laughs> into the nineties now.
1: The Do year you was you think
0: I'm done shitting on oddballs, you just wait. <laughs> <laughs> I've got more. <laughs> that's, oh, that's fine. Uh we're we're fast forwarding to nineteen ninety two, uh a simpler time, I guess. I don't know. People thought they could still make meatballs movies. Mm-hmm. Although this was also not a Meatballs movie, they just slapped Meatballs Four on it at the last second. Sure, Meatballs Four, starring Corey
1: Feldman, the the final, the finale of yes. the Meatballs franchise thus yes. far. Yeah, um, I don't think it's coming back. It's it's been some time. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think a five is going to happen anytime no? soon. No, I mean the twenty fifth anniversary. We could put out, we could slap together Meatballs Four right now and still get it out this year. Mm-mm. All right. No.
0: Okay. Oh, okay, so <sighs> Meatballs Four mm-hmm. It's it's like it's just a th- it's just exists. It's just here's a movie, and if you've watched eight camp movies before this like we have, you will know everything about this movie because it just seems to take like every bullet point plot thing from everything we've watched and boil them down to just this bullshit of old man camp and old man losing money and must have competition with bad camp to win things Mm -hmm. so that camp can stay open. But but
1: this is a water skiing camp.
0: That is a difference in that, yes. I
1: didn't know there were any water ski camps, much less movies about them.
0: Yes, and that's strange because it's like people come here and then they're like, all they're doing is training for this event. Like, no one's here for fun. It's just like, Okay, now you're here and we've got to beat the evil camp. So start training. And like some of them know how to ski and some of them totally don't. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, and,
1: and it should be pointed out that like this is the. Well, I mean, none of the actors are probably 18, but like the right around 18 year old version of the camp. Like these are all older. Kids, if you, and I use kids in the loosest of senses.
0: Everyone in this is at least 25 years old, right. and it's weird because this movie treats them like they are much younger than that. Mm-hmm. So these two movies are totally bizarre in how they view children and adults. This movie is constantly thinking like these are 15, 16-year-old people, but there is just constant nudity happening, and everyone in the camp wants to fuck. And they mm-hmm. do. I mean, it's not, there's not like any kind of innocence being spoiled or, you know, conquered in this. It nope. is just, hey, we're all super hot and we're wet all the time because of the lake we're at. So let's just fuck. It's, yeah. And I mean, like, the Corey Feldman story. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's moments where, like, the, the, Jack Nance, who is the head of this camp, who was in every David Lynch everything, so it's really strange to see him in this, Mm -hmm. and Corey Feldman, like, play tricks on the people at this camp to just get them to run out in the middle of camp buck-ass naked and just be like, ha-ha, we got you, you're naked. Like, this is a crime. (laughs) Like, you couldn't do it to children, and you certainly can't do it to adults. There's some sort of crime here. But anyway, so... My first note was just during the opening credits for this movie because there's an an actor in this film named Johnny Cocktails. <laughs> sure, <laughs> that's the best. <laughs> I literally shouted out loud, "Johnny Cocktails!" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that, but all right, Johnny Cocktails. I'll, I'll go with you on that. Uh, it's probably
1: not his real name, you think? Because <laughs> his name is uh, wait,
0: Johnny Cocktails. Oh yeah,
1: Brad Grunberg. Oh, is the real guy's
0: real name? Oh, he didn't want to. <laughs> he did- no, he was in Spider Man. What the hell? <laughs> is he's, he related to Greg? <laughs> I don't know. It's really weird. He's got a hundred, over a hundred acting credits. <laughs> but yeah, he is the brother of Greg Grunberg. Oh, yeah. How about that? Yeah, Johnny Cocktails. Johnny Cocktails. <laughs> so it seems like he picks and chooses when he's billed as Johnny Cocktails because it comes and goes all throughout his illustrious career. Here, there you go. Well, he plays the fat kid. Okay.
1: Um, Yeah. I thought he looked familiar. Yeah. He, uh, I don't know. He's the the fat kid. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just saying like he shows up and doesn't know how to ski at all. And everyone's just like, oh, you suck. Yeah. You're going to ruin this for us. Yeah.
0: There's a lot of you're the worst. And he's like, I'm sorry. And they're like, fuck you. That goes on for a lot of the movie. Yeah.
1: I. I you want me to explain the plot real fast? I, I I would love that. I mostly remember the plot for this for some reason. Okay. First off, I'll give my, my sort of over, <laughs> overall review. Uh-huh. And I think I gave this one and a half stars on Letterboxd. I didn't mm-hmm. write a review, but I, I can say that that rating is based solely upon the fact that I had just seen Oddballs and then watched <laughs> this. And so by comparison, this movie seems okay. Okay. I, that's all I'm saying like this is a nothing movie I recognize that now
0: yeah. a day later but I mean I, I totally recognize this in every way shape and form being a better made motion picture than oddball sure in every way but I cared so much less during this okay
1: uh, yeah I just it was like a sort of return to sanity because it was like a little bit yeah this because is all this is normal. formulaic and yeah,
0: it's it's very formal I mean you know exactly what's going to happen yeah um, yeah
1: so yeah, so raise your head has this water ski camp it's losing some money yes um and like all the here's what doesn't make sense is there's like an equal number of quote-unquote employees slash counselors as there are people that come to this camp
0: yes like they have a very large staff and there's
1: like six people that are on the staff and then like six kids show up or whatever
0: they keep saying like 30 people are there but we never never see see people yeah Um, it's four ladies and four dudes right
1: um and they're like well we're we keep losing uh clients every year to rich kid camp over here run by sarah douglas uh from you know superman and all Mm -hmm. that shit um twin oaks sure uh and they're like yeah we we you know every year we have like 80 students now we have like 20 or 30 or whatever the hell it is Mm -hmm. um so they're like well so we need a new rec director Rec- rector
0: <laughs> Dr. Rector yeah, Dr. Rector
1: and, um, and so this one guy stands up like oh it's me and they're like we're bringing in Ricky Wade and yeah. everyone's like the fuck <laughs> like because <laughs> apparently Ricky Wade used to he was like he used to work here and now he works over at rich kid camp what the fuck and they're like here comes Ricky now and like a plane comes flying over and because he's Corey feldman in the fucking 90s uh, he jumps <laughs> out of the goddamn plane and, and skydives onto like he's also like wearing like a wakeboard yeah and just skydives into the lake and then is like hey i'm fucking cory feldman y'all yeah and everyone's like holy shit yeah you're awesome ricky except for the two two people the guy who was like that's my job and the lady that he uh he was obviously with yeah and the backstory with them is it's like she and him were and Ricky were once dating mm-hmm. and then Ricky just took off. Ricky and left. just dumped her. Yep. And
0: and didn't and even really dump her, just left. And she's rightfully pissed about this. Sure. And Ricky has no knowledge of why. Right. Throughout the whole movies she he's just like, What's your deal? Why are you mad? And why, the other guy's
1: mad? the other guy's just, you know, pissed off because he thought it was his job and like he thought he was hot shit and he's just the one who's like even though he's, like, an employee and a counselor, he's the one that's, like, to every person, like, you suck! Get out of here! Why are you even water skiing? Fuck off! Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that guy's just an asshole. And, yes. And persists that way the whole movie. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so they show up, shenanigans start happening, um, you know, they montage their way to somewhat getting better at skiing. So, like, they're water skiing, they're also, like, jet skiing
0: it's water sports. Yeah. It's,
1: <laughs> it's not water sports, Chuck.
0: No, it, before that term was, oh, okay. was mutated into something. Sure. Awful. Um,
1: but like, there's several different types of water skiing. There's like tandem, you yeah. know, like going together and doing the tricks of like under- crosses and whatever. Yeah. And then there's jumps if you want to, I guess. And there's, then there's also like, they put the fat kid on the jet ski. They're like, I guess you can do this. Yeah. Cause I don't know. Cause why not? Yeah. Um, <laughs> And and the backstory is is that a head is basically, like, he's the only one who's done, like, the fucking triple Lindy or whatever. Exactly. Bullshit yeah. <laughs> thing, you know. And so, like, Corey Feldman tries it, like, early on in the movie and, like, gets, like, two and a half and wipes out. And he's just like, ah, that was awesome anyway, right? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> I'm on so much cocaine. um <laughs> And, like, so you were talking about the fourth wall breaking shit in the last movie. Uh-huh. There are several, like, even more oddball ones out of this. Oddball ones. No, <laughs> there are other strange ones that come out of left field. In this one, let me rephrase that.
0: The ones at the end are particularly egregious. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I mean, there, there's
1: one like early on because like there's some speech where Jack Dance is like, "It just takes talent. That's all you need." And Corey Feldman says like, "I've looked at your career. That's obviously not true." Yeah.
0: And it's like the fuck. I know. Like that's really weird. Like, yeah. did you just insult the other actor? Like, and they left it in the film. It it seemed like eighty percent of Corey Feldman's dialogue was just whatever he thought of at any given moment. Okay, it was just like turn turn the camera on Corey and right. let the magic happen.
1: I I didn't write a, I didn't write a review mm-hmm. for this movie on Letterboxd. I think I'm giving it an entire other like the whole like. Honestly, this is probably just as bad as oddballs on you know when no it's not. It's, <laughs> I'm giving it at least a half star okay. better than oddballs. The Simply, filmmaking is better. The filmmaking is better, but I'm giving it an entire half star because I know this is probably, like, most people would watch this movie and go, like, holy fucking shit, this is the worst scene ever. I thought it was the best scene in the movie. because. Which scene is that? I'm getting to it. There is a dance
0: that happens. Oh. And
1: enjoy watching Corey Feldman dance to the legally different than, but, however, pretty much the exact same song as Michael Jackson's Black and White, or Black or White. Yep. Oh, my God. it It was magnificent. I...
0: It's a thing. That's it, for oh. sure. <laughs> it just goes on and on. No, no, no. Like, all right.
1: <laughs> As someone who grew up with the Coreys. Yes. Uh, R.E.P. Haim. Um, <laughs> yeah. Knowing the backstory and knowing little Corey Feldman's predilection to wanting to dance and be Michael Jackson. Uh-huh. Knowing that this was the movie where finally he had enough clout to say, I want to dance like Michael Jackson and them going, but we can't afford a Michael Jackson song. He's like, get me a legally different, <laughs> but however, pretty much exactly the same song as a Michael Jackson song. And I will dance like Michael Jackson in this movie. Yeah, And for this to come together in this movie, in this shit box of a movie, it's glorious. <laughs> like this is witnessing a man's dream come true.
0: It's certainly a thing. <laughs> it certainly is, which is extra weird because he takes a shot at Michael Jackson via dialogue later in this movie. All right. Like he just straight up like, says something disparaging about Michael Jackson and is just like, wait, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> why? But that's, yeah. that's Anyways, the way this so movie
1: goes. That, there, there, there is that scene and that happens. Um, huh. <sighs> other than that like, like you know of course the guy's in debt and he's you know he's thinks he's got the best water ski school uh, ski school um and <laughs> actually offers like you will enjoy yourself or money back guarantee yeah. so sarah douglas hi- hires her cronies to basically go and start terrorizing the people at this camp <laughs> that's why you get down to like basically there's like four 4 or 5 6 campers left cuz everyone left they left, got their yeah. money back and they were getting their money back so like this accelerated like we're losing money but oh shit now we don't even have any money <laughs> yeah. um and what's weird is like what feels like the finale of this movie happens about halfway through yes it does yeah um like they have their competition and the ragtag group of you know people win they and do. You're like, cool. Movie's over. Movie's over. It's
0: Swift. I love it. Get in and get out. Wait, what? There's still half this movie left. What's going to happen? Please don't be more Corey (laughs) Feldman improvising.
1: So (laughs) I I think it was actually at that point that she sends out the goons to start chasing away the students. And um, she
0: thought she would win just on sheer talent.
1: Right. Also, during this competition, it almost cost them the competition because asshole guy decided like, I'm going to try to dump Corey Feldman. (laughs) Yeah and but they still Oops. got they still got enough points that they still won. Yeah, they won so by like four so he like gets four. out of the boat and is like fuck you you're fired get out of here.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: they have a big fight blow up and everything and like he goes to work for the rich camp obviously. Obviously. Um so like this is when he finally has the dialogue with the lady and is like, you know, like yeah, I know I left and it basically I don't think it's the first time they they have a confrontation but eventually he's like, you know, your grandfather who's Jack Nance. Uh, basically always wanted the best for you and wanted you to inherit this camp. And, you know, he wants the best for you and best for you and all this best for you. He just kept saying that. And, mm-hmm. and he's like, and I'm just not that. So I left. <laughs> so that's why he left. Sure. And she's just like, oh, I guess that's sweet. Thanks. Okay. So they basically just end up back together. Sure. That's what happens. Yeah.
0: Um. This movie has nudity in it. Yeah. A lot of it. Yeah. Like... Lady nudity, mm-hmm. that's a thing. Thanks. <laughs> well, no, I just you know it. Mm-hmm. The, it finally started to feel. Hey, sexy camp romp. <laughs> now it's time. But it gets to a point in this where it's just like, yeah, okay, just stop. <laughs> Put your fucking clothes on. Get back out there and ski or something. Right. It's just I don't know. It yeah. just seems you know, like a thing. You no, know, it more does than... happen.
1: But then, like somewhere along the way, they challenge the other camp. They're like, "Let's redo the competition." Yeah. I and didn't... this time, this time it's for the camp. Yeah. I didn't understand how that happened. Uh, yeah. I I don't know why anyone agreed to this. But they we're like, no, we'll just wait for you to you know go yeah. out of business because you're pretty close anyway. Bye. Um. But that's they have yet another competition. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I I'm now skipping over pretty much the rest of that movie because like.
0: It it just seems like the rest of the movie is nothing but oh but yeah shit, competition shit we
1: we finished this movie too fast yeah
0: um, let's uh, do more of that <laughs> yeah because they I mean they do because like whole... Jack Nance gets out there at one point and is competing and he does his no, he doesn't do
1: his no he th- doesn't th- no but Corey, Corey Feldman, Feldman does, does it yeah. at the end and right wins the which they are again. totally not pulling that trick off because like the no the, the... it's a
0: one revolution and they show it three times right
1: I'm just saying like <laughs> they the the speed that these people come off this thing it's like. You barely have enough space to do one flip, it's <laughs> yeah. like much less three. Exactly. Um, it's, but but it's so hard. That's why no one's ever done it. Exactly. Cool ass jackpots. I was really hoping they were going to, you know, do that shot like him, like some stunt double that looked like Jack Dance in 1992 or one or whatever. Yeah. And well, but they they do give him the Fonzie shot as yes. he's water skiing behind the boat. Like they, they do do that where it's like, here, be in front of a blue screen and hold on to this tow rope and, and
0: look like you're having fun. Yeah. And we'll just we'll spray well, you with yeah, we'll water. We'll just keep spraying you with water occasionally. Just like, it, it's funny too because, like, as old as the cast already is, mm-hmm. uh, like 25 years old, all. But then when you see like their skiing doubles, it's like 45 year old dudes with like facial hair and mustaches and shit. And you're like, no, that's none of these people. Mm-hmm. It's not even close. But whatever. I just who cares? Yeah, I just I I. when did I don't understand when it was decided that camp movies have to be run by an old man mm-hmm. who has no business sense whatsoever. Right. Can't stop doing the thing that is literally bankrupting him in every way, shape or form has a hot granddaughter, has to leave the, the f- totally miserable failing camp to granddaughter mm-hmm. because that will make her happy. Then young hotshot has to show up and do a thing so that, like, I don't understand why camps are always rivals. Like, why are they so close together? Why are <laughs> Why are they always feuding? Why does one have so much money and the other doesn't? Well, I'm still waiting for this correspondence where someone
1: says, like, yeah, there was a camp right across <laughs> the lake and we fucking hated them. <laughs> I and guess. or we went over there to like you know try to look at boobs or whatever yeah, we stole their pants or or you know dongs whatever you go to look at yeah
0: you know if you like dongs I'm just saying ladies
1: can sneak over and try to look at dongs that's true I, It's fine
0: why haven't we seen that camp movie I
1: don't think they have any difficulty in seeing dongs that's true on a general basis they just walk outside so and I mean just dongs are yeah, right they there. just open up their phone and like oh, shit <laughs> dong <laughs> I didn't even want that so maybe they didn't do that maybe yeah yeah that's why again that, that's why that movie doesn't exist again like I I just want the ladies to be better.
0: <laughs> well, that one movie was like that, where the ladies had the, the muscle magazines and were uh-huh. looking at dongs. That's and... true. That, um,
1: they were looking for whatever, they, whatever euf- euphemism they said for the dong in that Dorks. One. Dorks? Was it dorks? <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, okay.
0: They were looking for dorks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, show me your dork. Vouch about you, dork? <laughs> well, I've got a D12 and a D20, so which would you like me to rule? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, meatballs four ends.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and like like the kissy kissy scene at the scene at the end like gets interrupted with him trying to Ferris Bueller you out of the theater, and he's like, "Oh, you're watching this on video. Well, hit stop." And and then finally the lady is like, "Some movie st- star you are," and she runs off, and he's like, "Hey, I was in Goonies." Yeah.
0: What?
1: <laughs> and it ends. It does. I don't yes. like really Goonies. Like that's yeah. I, I, nothing against Goonies, but I was like that's the. That's the star vehicle for Corey Feldman? I guess. Probably Kinda. the most commercial success. Yeah. But he's I mean, also he's, like not the main dude. I mean,
0: I he's not the main dude in anything. Lost Boys, Gremlins. He's not the main dude in any of those movies. Yeah, I suppose. All right. Which is stand by me. He's closer. I don't know. All right. I, it just it seems odd to me like someone was like, man, we need a Corey Feldman starring vehicle and he's just going to come in and just it's like okay look Corey feldman is not cool he's not like man the hell you say he's not cool what he's not cool I, I, these are nonsense words to me he's a, he's a he's a short man so <laughs> are you trying to say you can't be cool chuck i know i can't be cool oh. but what i'm saying is that he's he's considerably shorter than anyone else in the cast uh uh-huh. He's one of those people who never seem to grow up past 13. Chuck, Prince was like five foot tall. Prince was awesome. Yeah. Prince was fucking super awesome. Cool. There's a difference. His okay. movie's blue, too. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> at least two of the three did. All right. We'll and I'll you know. argue with you about uh, Purple Rain uh, at a later I'll date. I not give you that. <laughs> but just, Cor- no, Corey Feldman, no. He's not this guy. Mm. He's, he's, he's not Johnny Cool Guy. He's not... <laughs> He's not Johnny Cocktails. He do- he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't earn his his status in this movie in any way. Like I don't know why anyone is like wooing when he does anything. Like when he's dancing at the beginning and saying just the worst. Like after he's done dancing, he says, "Ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has left the building," and the whole room just fucking loses it. Like it's the funniest thing ever, and I'm just like. What? That's not. That's that means nothing.
1: Cocaine. You're yuck. still there.
0: <laughs> Cocaine I, is the answer, I guess. But this man, like, here's why I. Uh, <laughs> this man. This, <laughs> this man. Let me defend Corey. No, no no, Feldman. no, no,
1: no. I'm saying, like, what's great about Corey Feldman is, like, <laughs> if you ever watch the movie or the show Entourage, mm-hmm. it could be about cory Feldman. Oh. I'm pretty sure like Corey Feldman from a very young age was surrounded by a bunch of people. Like he is basically the pop star guy. Okay. Like, I think he was surrounded by people just like telling him he was awesome. And like, he, this is what we, this is what it has wrought. Okay. It's like, <laughs> you get Corey Feldman, who's like 25 or whatever the fuck he is in this movie. Uh-huh. And like, at this point in his career, he thought he was hot shit, could do no wrong. And that's what's kind of amazing about this.
0: So it's someone oblivious to their yes. actual yes. <laughs> status in life. Yes, and you think that's awesome. I do. Okay.
1: <laughs> I do because like when people who who are actually famous and like actually have people fawning all over them, okay, like act that way, it's annoying. But like I guarantee you, maybe not in 1992, but certainly now, Corey Feldman could walk down the street and maybe not be approached once. You're probably right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: God, he was only 21 in this. Wow, okay. Yikes. Cocaine. Okay. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs>
1: Whatever. So, I'm just saying, like, there's something kind of amazing about someone who was so full of themselves, you know, that, uh-huh. like, fell so very, very far. You know, like, that's that's kind of hilarious to me. Like, Leaf Garrett and all these fuckers. Like, there's yeah. something hilarious about that where it was like, I was on the cover of Teen Beat. And it's like... Now you were on the street covering yourself up and used copies of Teen Beat. <laughs> That's
0: kind of funny. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So what would like? What would be his? What's his thing? Like what? Because like if you look, if you look at what is he famous for on IMDb, the four movies that are listed are the ones we mentioned, where mm-hmm. he's just part of an ensemble. He's not. Uh,
1: I mean they there's the quarry vehicles like license to drive and dream a little dream and all that shit.
0: <laughs> all that
1: shit. Well, I just I mean like that was where it was like we're we're cool and we're gonna make our own movies, you know. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. Like 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 I said, to me like license to drive was pretty popular, but like everything else was like that was like the the very fast descent of the quarries, you know, once yeah. they started making their own things. I mean, yeah, they were I mean, they weren't always together in some of the earlier movies. Like like you said, Goonies, like, yeah, that's only Feldman. Mm-hmm. Stand by me, only Feldman, you know. And then you have, like, Lost Boys, where it's like, we met, and we're both named Corey, and we should be a duo.
0: <laughs> we should, Yeah, we should be an act. I guess I would have to say The Burbs is his thing for me. Like, that's the movie where I'm like, okay, Cory Feldman's all right, because he's just a stoner idiot in that movie. Okay. Which is totally fine. Oh, but. I don't have a problem with Corey
1: Feldman. This is like none of none of my whole rant about cory feldman takes away from his abilities like i think he's really good and like st- things like stand by me
0: no i'm just i'm just trying to establish like so i mean like this is kind of like cory feldman name above title oh, yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like well how how like at what at what point did you earn this well, i
1: think it's also like there there was a little bit of that case of like he was they were so popular Outside of their screen personas. That's true. They were like, I mean, they were everyone. Yeah. They were like everywhere on like fucking lunchboxes and shit. You yeah. know, like, I mean, when I say the team Pete thing, I mean, the, the fucking, they, they were all over that shit. Yeah, and, you're right. And showing up on MTV, to like introduce some new dumb shit or whatever, you know, <laughs> they were just fucking gets. They were celebrities that were like their celebrity reach beyond their actual, Whatever the fuck they did on screen, so they were kind of more famous for being famous, kind of yeah. Like at a certain point, yeah. All
0: right, well, that's fair.
1: And then you know, and then it was like the media ate it up when they f- fucking started doing drugs and alcohol, and it was like, oh shit, the fall of the Corys. Yeah, we knew it was coming. Yeah, because we love to build them up and then tear them down.
0: Well, when you get arrested at a anti-drug rally for doing drugs, it's that's <laughs> that's kind of a good story. <laughs> sure, that's not bad. Yeah, huh. Anyway. All right. Well, that's Meatballs for. Let's just rate it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give Meatballs 4. I'm going to give it a bag. Okay. I thought about giving it two bags. I'm just going to give it a bag because it, it had boobs in it. Hmm. Um, that part was all right. <laughs> I, I, I like Jack Nance in this. I think he's strangely dedicated to his role for whatever reason. I, I, I think it,
1: strange is the op, the operating word for Jack Nance. I mean, oh, I th- sure. I think
0: he has a long story history of just being a real odd bird. Yeah, but it's weird looking at him in this. He's 45 in this movie. Mm hmm. That's three years. I'm three years away from being old man Jack Nance in Meatballs 4. Yeah, and you should get yourself a water ski school <laughs> and run it into the ground well, between now and then. I could certainly do the latter. <laughs> I don't know if I could raise the capital for the former. But man, once I get it, I could fucking crash and burn that thing so hard. <laughs> so that might be my calling.
1: Mm-hmm. The Burn uh, burn might be hard. It's it's all around the water. so I
0: don't know. It's a lot of jet skis and, oh, and motorboats. Yeah. I could fucking... <laughs> <Burr>. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah one bag i i i so didn't care by the end of this movie
1: ah I, uh, I mean you've thrown me this is a pick i'm at a pickle <laughs> because like i uh, like you gave a fucking jocks to
0: oddballs i did with with i qualified uh, it though I, I i fully our scale is for bad movies mm-hmm. good bad movies bad bad enjoyable movies. bad movies yes yeah so i am still saying oddballs is a bad movie but i'm i'm saying i okay, can't fine, I, fine, I can't fine. tell people to watch it if i give it bags i i know but like here's the thing is like i it's the dangerous men rule okay. dangerous men was a garbage movie but it's one of those movies yeah. it's one of those things you have to experience and i couldn't give it bags because of sure that. i i'm still gonna give this a bag but like you need to
1: if if, if anything i described about the dancing to the legally different than michael jackson black or white like hopefully that's on youtube or something it
0: has to be oh it has to be
1: i just man i hope i hope someone else out out there understands why i find that scene so fantastic (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's awful don't get me wrong but oh it's on youtube yeah (laughs) but, but i mean it's like it's a thing that like needs to be seen and and completely understood yeah, that like, man, this was the movie where finally he was like, my name's above the title. I want to I want to Michael Jackson dance in this. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And they were like, sure,
0: Corey, whatever you want to do, man. We got lots of time. to." I film. mean, I'm
1: sorry. Yes, Mr. Feldman.
0: <laughs> right. You know, they were probably kissing his ass. Yeah. It was probably raining that day. They couldn't do the outside mm-hmm. shooting, so they were like, hey, let's just we'll have a dance for our six oh, participants. Oh man, plus I mean,
1: I'm not gonna lie, I was I was really I was really jamming on the legally differing <laughs>
0: black or white. I mean, yeah. as, like, as soon as I realized what song it was, like, I was like, oh shit. When it was playing, I was like, wait, they couldn't get the rights for this. And I was like, oh, mm. they didn't get the rights no, for this. They, they changed two notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Eh. Mm-hmm.
1: Meatballs. Meatballs 4. We never, I went from never having seen a meatball
0: movie to I've seen them all now. So, wow. So, I guess, would you agree Meatballs 2 is the superior Meatballs film uh, in terms of overall enjoyment? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, from the from the 4 to choose from, that would be the one I might actually watch again.
0: Yeah. 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 I, I also, like, one of the millions of things we didn't comment on about Oddballs, but Oddballs also has this weird, like, E.T., undercurrent to it oh yeah yeah but they don't in any way pay that off at all they but, sure don't but there's an alien at camp
1: but that was pre meatballs too wasn't it no, no. that was the two was supposed, years after yeah so they were actually spoofing their own dumb little yeah film genre but i mean when that when we say et thing it was like this dude is like wearing basically like a, a green man <laughs> suit yes. but i mean it's not green it's just it's just it's it's a fucking spandex yeah bodysuit thing Yep. Oh, it's so bad. Like socks for ears. Oh, it's
0: so bad. (laughs) It's pretty bad. Yeah. Oddballs is bad. Like, when when I go to rate these on Letterboxd, Meatballs 4 will have a higher rating. Okay. But... Just understand. Right. I don't. There's no reason to ever see anything in Meatballs 4 except the dancing. Maybe. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but that's arguable because someone else might be, oh, God, that's awful. What's wrong with you? And
0: like I said, it's a. The clip on YouTube is only a minute and 15 seconds. So it's a I realization think do of it. a
1: man's dream, his lifelong <laughs> dream come true. And I, you know, you, you have to respect that. As he was dumb, so ready. As dumb as the dream may be, he got to live it. Yeah. That's. Like, kind of like, like, you know, wild wild, wild, wild wild West or Man of Steel. Like, as dumb as his dream is, that. William Peterson got his fucking giant metal spider bullshit. John Peters. Peters. (laughs) Peters, Uh, William Peterson, star Manhunter. Yeah, not the guy from CSI. He's like, can I get a giant metal spider? (laughs)
0: Yeah! Sure, we'll work that into a CSI. I I
1: also know that's the wrong CSI, but fuck you. It's (laughs) what I was going with. Who are you to tell me that I'm quoting the wrong CSI? No one. I I, no one.
0: (laughs) All right. That's it. We're done. No more balls. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We're done with balls. Um, that's it. Week seven is done. We got one more week, so you better start packing your shit. And uh, <laughs> okay. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, get your get your dirty laundry together, and you got to pack up, man. We're going home here. Oh, in a okay. Week. Right. Right. Yeah. We just got one more week of this, mm-hmm. and then that's it. So, clean up around your bunk. Yep. It's time to score if you haven't already. Yeah, you should think about scoring at this point. Yeah,
1: because, I mean, you're going to lose that bet. You're Running you, out of time. Where you said you were going to score
0: by the end of camp. Yeah. You really need to choose your target and just it score. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Or at least touch a breast or something. hmm uh, Anyway. So... If you have stories about touching a breast, you, to- <laughs> <laughs> you can write to forums at penthouse.com. Or if those no longer exist, which I don't think they do, no. uh, BMF at bmfcast.com. Tell us your camp stories. Uh, tell us how you ended camp. What, what was the big shenanigans at the end of camp? We've got shenanigans for our end of camp, let me tell you. Oh, well, do we? Yeah, which you'll find out about next week. Oh. But until then, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is Bamcast Extra, Out. Are you ready for, I'm ready for the summer? Are you ready for the good times? Good times. Are you ready for some love and fun?